Nicholas Esther, I want to begin with a Hakdama introduction to the story of uh, Nicholas Esther. We start with Hidden Begin, Achishverish is the king of 127 countries, which is basically the whole civilized world. There's a Medrash that says he had more countries, he lost them, but either way, it was a huge, huge empire, and what we'll he is actually three empires in one. Everything I'm saying is based on the uh, Miam Loes, the uh, um, translated by Rivari Kaplan into English, and that's worth reading. Miam Loes by Mosnaim Publishers, could I to read? It's uh, been it's printed many, many years ago, so it might be hard to get, but the Miam Loes on Gilasester is quite good. Um, we're going to understand from the from the understanding that Hashverish was of royal blood. It's a discussion whether he was not even from the royal family, and he politically just managed to somehow get in and become the king. But uh, according to the Mamlari, he explains that Hashverish was actually the son of Koresh. And Koresh was the king before him, and here's where the story begins. Going way back, uh, uh, the Beis was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Bavel, and uh, the, the, this was the beginning of the, the Golos Bavel, the Babylonian, Babylonian exile. Yumiyo had told them that it's going to be 70 years, and they all were counting this, uh, the, this number to see if the Jewish people are really going to go back and get back their Beisamigdash or not. Um, so we begin with the story that there was a Persian king by the name of Astygius, as I spell it, if I pronounce it correctly, or A-C-T-Y-A-G-E-S-A-T-E-G-E-S. He had no sons, he had a daughter named Mandane. This daughter was supposed to be his heir. However, she fell, she she had a relationship with one of her father's servants, one of the couriers, and she was pregnant. And the king was infuriated, infuriated, he was very angry, about this, he had the the, the courtier killed, the servant was killed. He threw his daughter into prison. When the child was born, the king ordered that the, aban- the child should be abandoned on a mountaintop, left out to die of exposure and starvation. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Providence, had other plans for this child. The child was discovered by a dog that was able to feed and uh, the child. The child grew up in the mountains and became a powerful warrior, and he became the leader of a large band of men. And since he was raised by a dog, they called him um, Cyrus, which is Korush, Korush, an ancient Persian Korush means dog. King Astygius found out that his grandson was alive. He sent men to go, soldiers to go and kill Korush and take care of him. However, Korush was a powerful warrior and his band was too much for the king's soldiers and they defeated the king's men. The robber band then went to the capital and Cyrus killed his grandfather, uh, Astygius, and became the king of Persia. At the same time, there's another empire. There were three empires, really. There's Paras, Mardai, and Bavel. Persia, Media, and Babylonia. So, the king of, of, of Mardai was Daryavesh, named of Daryavesh. And when he heard about Koresh, he was very impressed. And he wanted to make an alliance, a, a agreement with Koresh that Koresh would marry his daughter, the daughter of Daryavesh, Darius, and then the father-in-law, son-in-law would become one, like one empire. So they, uh, uh, they, 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 they made this agreement, and when Daryavesh died, 
Koresh became the king of Mardai and Paras. And then three years later, Koresh died, and then Achashverosh became the king of Paras and Mardai. However, how did the um, how did Bavel become under the, the, the control of Paras and Mardai? It's because when Koresh married when Koresh married the daughter of Daryavish, Daryavish said to her husband Koresh, he said, "You know, you're a mighty warrior, and my father is a mighty warrior." Why don't you go and take on Bavel and try to take over the kingdom of Babylonia? And he thought it was a good idea, and they went to war. The um, Koresh and Daryavish went to war, and at first they lost. They lost the army, and because there was a king of <coughs> of Bavel in Balshetzar, who was very powerful, and he um, he won the war. Balshetzar came back victorious when the war came home, and he was very very happy. He made a great feast, a great party. And he also looked at his calendar and realized it's been 70 years. The 70 years since the race of Middash was destroyed is up, and now the Jews are never going to go back to Eretz Yisrael, never going to go back to Beis Hamikdash. He took out the um, the uh, um, kalim of the Beis Hamikdash, the utensil, the cups, and everything, and had a grand party using the kalim of the Beis Hamikdash. However, when he was in a drunken stand, tra- trance, a hand appeared and wrote something on the wall. The famous saying, the handwriting on the wall, it comes from the Tanakh. And it said the words, Mene Mene Tekalu Farsin, <coughs> which means measured, measured, weighed, and divided. Well, Shetzer saw this and he became very worried and panicky. He knew something was wrong because he felt it in his neshama that something was going on over there that just meant something important. He, his his um, advisor could not figure out what these words meant exactly, and finally he called in Daniel, Daniel, the uh, the Jewish navi, the Jewish servant that he had, and asked him, "What does this mean?" And Daniel explained that this is bad news for you, Balshetzer. This means that your king is going to be divided and taken away by Daryavish and Koresh. Balshetzer was being punished for using for making personal use of the kalim of the Beit Hamikdash, and he was in huge trouble. Well, Belshazzar turned white to fear and, and was afraid. And one, there's two versions of the story that he, when he fainted, there was an sl- old slave in the palace and he realized Daniel was right. And he said, Tonight, the courage and the Yorah are going to come and take the city. And they'll kill Belshazzar's men and I will also die. The best thing I can do right now is to kill Belshazzar and bring his head to courage and Daryavish. With that thought, the slave killed Belshazzar and went to Koresh and Daryavish, and it was the end of Balshetzar. Another version of the story, the Balshetzar heard Daniel's interpretation and became very frightened. What if, <coughs> what if Koresh and Daryavish sent assassins, people to come, soldiers to come and kill him in his sleep? Therefore, he issued a decree that night, anyone attempting to enter the palace would be killed, even he claimed to be the king himself. Well, in the middle of the night, Balshetzar woke up from his drunkenness and he was not feeling very well, and he, and he there were no bathrooms, so he left the palace to use the, to relieve himself. And he didn't tell anybody when he was leaving. The guards didn't know he left. We came back to the palace. He tried to re-enter, and they didn't let him. And he said, "I'm the king. Of course, I should be allowed in." <clears throat> but the slaves guarding the palace are not paying attention and just cut off his head. And that was the end of Belshazzar. The slave went to Karish and Karish and Daryavish and informed them Belshazzar is dead. They stormed the palace and 
conquered Balshetzer's kingdom, Barvel, and went about the business of killing every member of the royal family. In those days, when when a, a country was conquered, all the members of the royal family would be put to death. So, they were doing that, and there was a sweet little girl, the young daughter of Balshetzer, named Vashti. And she was sleeping, she heard all the noise, and saw people getting killed. Didn't know what was happening, confused, she rushed <coughs> to Balshetzer's room and threw herself at Daryavish's feet, thinking that was her father. Well, Daryavish saw this pretty young girl and had, had pity and he said, you know, we're going to save her life. He brought her back to Persia and he gave her as a wife to his grandson, Achashverosh, the son of Cyrus, the son of Karish. So at the time of the capture, Vashti was 12 years old. Achashverosh married her when she was 18 and he made a great feast. And one of the reasons for the party, among other reasons, was to celebrate his marriage to uh, to Vashti. Um, when Daryavish found out how Belshazzar was killed through his own order and everything that happened, he realized this is an act <coughs> of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of the God of the Jews. And he felt a, a debt. He said, I have to do something for the God of the Jews. And he decided, I'm going to make the order that they should rebuild the Beis HaMikdash and allow the Kalim be returned. Well, time went on and he did not get to take care of it and he forgot about his vow. And Daryavish um, um, made his son-in-law Karish king over Babel and Mardai, but um, Daryavish died, and he did not um, do his what he said to rebuild the base of Mikdash. It was Karish. It was Karish the son who was told by his father Daryavish to take care of it, and Daryavish um, um, ordered that the base of Mikdash be rebuilt, give back all the kalim and they will rebuild the base of Mikdash, and uh, things are looking up for the Bnei Israel, right? They were allowed to go back and build the base of Mikdash. However, it was Achashverosh who changed everything. Achashverosh's wife, uh, when, Achash, when, when Korosh died, Achashverosh became the king. Um, one of the first things he did, he stopped the building of the base of Mikdash. His wife Vashti told him, my grandfather, my great-grandfather that is, worked so hard to destroy that base of Mikdash, and you're going to let them rebuild it? And... He stopped it, and also another reason was because the Shomronim, there were some bad people living there to Israel who were sort of Jewish, it's a long story, and they wrote letters that if you let the Jews rebuild that base of Mikdash, they are going to, uh, they are going to um, rebel against you. And therefore, um, Achashverosh made sure to uh, stop them and not allow them to rebuild the base of Mikdash. That's the end of part one of the Hakdama, of the introduction.